I think it's safe to say that Christmas brings out feelings of sentimentality for most, if not all of us, at some point or another. I mean, how could it not? Even before Thanksgiving, stores fill their shelves with trees and decorations and lights. We hear the music already, as I said again, before Thanksgiving. And the carols and the songs that we hear, both religious and secular, kind of speak to our heart and they talk about a silent, peaceful night. All is calm and all is bright. Or I'll be home for the holidays. They, they get us excited about meals and gatherings and visits and, and all kinds of things in that holy night. And then there's the baby. Oh, who, who doesn't love babies? I mean, we imagine in our minds little Jesus, the tiny baby, lovingly and, and, and tightly wrapped in, ba in bands of cloth and laid in the manger, and the young holy family just all gathered there in the warmth of that night, adoring, worshiping, and loving each other. I mean, it just evokes feelings of sentimentality in all of us, and that's okay. But of course, we know that that's not what Christmas is all about. It's not just about evoking good, warm feelings in all of us. But Christmas is this. The light came among darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it anymore. Our people, our ancestors before Jesus, lived in a time of great darkness and fear and doubt and even hopelessness. Centuries before Jesus came, our ancestors experienced a horrific exile from the Babylonians. They were expelled from the Holy Land. They had to live among their captors, far from the temple, far from their priests, and thus far from God. It looked dark, bleak, and even hopeless. And this, in this situation, the prophet Isaiah speaks and gets people to imagine what the end of the exile might look like. When we are able to go back to the Holy Land, we will stream toward it, and it will be a city of light again. And it won't be just us Jews, but Gentiles, kings, leaders of other lands will come on camels, on dromedaries, streaming toward Jerusalem. What a great, holy, joyful moment that will be when we're able to go back to Jerusalem. And the exile did end, and it was good, but it wasn't enough. That was only a prelude of what was to come, because the world was still steeped in darkness for centuries. In the time right before Jesus, there was much, much darkness and doubt and fear around. It rained on earth, if you will. The people were living again among their captors, foreign, uh, foreign occupiers, were guarding their every move, every step, threatening their every way of life, certainly their, their religion. And speaking of the religion, it was corrupted so that it seemed that no one was clean. No one was worthy of God's love and mercy and forgiveness. And again, everyone was far, far from God. It was darkness on earth. Into that darkness, the light has shone. The Creator has become a creature. God stepped into his creation in order to enlighten us and lift us out of that, to give us hope not just of a new city or a glorious temple, but hope of eternal life in heaven. And this is what we celebrate at Christmas. St. John says it best in the prelude to his gospel, the light has come and conquered the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Speaking of light, a secular version of creation is um, typically called the Big Bang. 
I'm not talking about the series on TV, but the theory of creation. Scientists and, and other thinkers love to talk about that moment when everything in the universe, light and matter and being, started. And they say they can trace everything back to that moment, what they call, or what people popularly call, the Big Bang. Oh, but it kills them because they don't know what happened that millisecond before. And people said, someday we're going to find out what that was. What happened before the Big Bang? What was there? It's just really consuming the lives of scientists and thinkers alike. Well, I'm no scientist or great thinker, but I know what was there. It is God. God who said, let there be light. And it was. And from that moment, light has been expanding outward to all of creation. And that light isn't just light to enlighten us in a dark room, but that light is love and mercy and grace and the very presence of God. The incarnation of Jesus Christ is another big bang, if you will. God looked at the world in the darkness and said, let there be light. And so it was. Jesus Christ, light from light, true God from true God, was born for us to enlighten us and to lift us out. This is what we celebrate at Christmas. And in the Christmas season, we see how this news of the light has gone out to more and more people. First, it was just Mary and Joseph who knew about it and celebrated the light. Then the shepherds in that locality and neighbors. Then perhaps all of Bethlehem. And as we see today, now outsiders know about that light. They follow a star to the light of the world, and they go back home by a different way, avoiding Herod, to talk about the light, to preach about the light, to proclaim the light has come into the world, and the darkness can never overcome it. You and I today still live in a time of darkness. We know how it ends. It ends in light and glory. But still, on this earth, we feel the strength of sin. We unfortunately are corrupted by sin, by decay around us. And so we have to experience that. We have to help each other to overcome that darkness within us and without us. What should we do? I think we take our cue from the shepherds and the angels and the magi themselves who went out to the world to proclaim the light, to proclaim the good news, hope for all people. Isaiah says it won't just be the Jews, God's beloved people. It won't just be us who know the Lord, but all people will come to experience God's love and mercy and presence. That's where you and I come in. We are to go take this message out to the whole world, to expand our hearts, if you will, so that more and more people can be loved by us, can be touched by us, can be affected by the way we live our faith. Someone once said, I love this quote, a saint is someone whose list of people I love gets bigger and bigger and bigger every day. We are called to expand our hearts so that God may dwell there in all his richness, in all his fullness, and that we, can, we are compelled then to go out and preach the good news by being people of light, people who have been enlightened by baptism and confirmation, fed by the Eucharist, and then sent out into the world to proclaim the light of the world has come. I pray that all of us may continue to celebrate that light, that we may adore and worship Jesus Christ light from light, true God from true God, who is with us still. As we celebrate and adore and worship our God, let us pray that we may go out from here, go out to all the world, just as the Magi did, to proclaim the goodness of God. 
our God has not abandoned us. Yes, there is darkness about and even darkness within, but the light has come into the world and the darkness will never overcome it.